guys. Welcome back to another week of Autastic, your comedian's guide to autism. I'm one of your hosts, Kirk Smith, and here's always my co-host, Graham K. Hello, everybody. As always, thank you for listening. Um, Kirk, how are you? I'm good. I am in uh, Dallas, Texas. It is raining and 90 degrees, which is uh, hard yeah. to do. <laughs> but Way to go, Texas. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, wet and very humid, and uh, yeah, I'm at the uh, Hyenas Comedy Nightclub all week, four more shows. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. That's great. That's awesome. That's uh, I saw the uh, Instagram video you put up. It looked great, like sold-out show. We had a good show Thursday. We did a little promo, and um, yeah, it was, a, it was a good show, so it was... Uh, it was exciting. Uh, I, I had the club uh, manager say, uh, what are you doing? There's a lot of people here. So I got in trouble for having too many people at the, at the show. I don't think that's the case. I don't think you're in trouble. Well, he didn't staff the waitresses because like, it's Thursday show. Usually we have you know 45 and we had a couple hundred. And so he was like, last minute he had to call in an extra waitress. and uh, But that's a good problem to have. So, uh, yeah, that was Thursday. Hopefully tonight will be fun. Two shows tonight. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. So Thank you for coming out, uh, autastic people. It Appreciate a, it. It was a fun time. Yeah, yeah. And then Monday I am in Houston doing that event for that new book launch. At, for the uh, It's sold out, so I shouldn't even mention it. But that uh, Voices of Autism book uh, that's coming out. And, awesome. Uh, that I have a chapter in. That was it. I posted some videos of my son. He, uh, we had a busy uh, week a few weeks ago when I was with him on the trampoline. And I finally got around to posting that video on the Throwback Thursday yesterday. And, uh, yeah, a video of him on his horse. He loves that horse. And so, uh, yeah, it's, he's doing good. We had a call today. It was nice. Nice to see him. He's uh, Very he's picked, cute. He's picked all the fruit from the local berries, so they have to venture out farther away from the house to find more berries. But, uh <laughs> Yeah, other than that, he's doing good. He's doing good. <laughs> he How looks really you? happy. He looks really happy, man. I'm I'm yeah. happy for you. You looked happy too. I I, I yeah. I know we've talked about the trampoline uh, in the past episodes, but he seemed really happy. It was awesome. He, he likes to. He's a little yeah uh, caught off guard when somebody else is jumping, but he wants you to jump. But then he just likes to watch. It's kind of funny. So uh, and then you helped him jump, and he was he was into it. I felt like he was like <laughs> yeah. He likes yeah. to. He likes to be pushed a little bit. So mm-hmm. I had to like. Mm-hmm. Try to get this guy who outweighs me to jump a little bit, but it was good. It was good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you could tell from the videos that he outweighs me. I look petite on those videos. Yes. <laughs> Guys, if you're new to the podcast, Kirk has a son with autism who is 19 years old and nonverbal. Uh, I have a uh, brother with autism who is, uh, what is he, 34? Anyway, he's, uh, he's doing pretty well. He's taking care of my parents' house. Uh, he's very, 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 very excited to go back to his apartment, um, my parents are on vacation, and he's taking care of the dog, as you guys know. And uh, yeah, there's no real news with Pete. Everything's the same. He's still not drinking till October. He doesn't have his scale at my parents' house, so uh, <laughs> he he doesn't know if he's losing weight or not. I keep asking him, but uh, he has turned the corner um, on maybe doing another uh, another go at doing special needs sports because nice. he needs to he needs to interact with more people and we're trying yeah. to push him and a lot, as, as a lot of you parents out there know that what you got to do is you you plant the seed and they cuz they everything is about routine 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 yep. you know you plant the seed and then you just step away 
and then they 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 go no no I don't want to do it no 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 and you go maybe just keep it open just keep keep it open you know we're not saying you have to do it you know we'll just keep it uh, we'll just leave it open and he's like okay okay but I'm you know I'm not doing it we're like okay okay we'll just leave it open then and he's like all right and then like you know next 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 couple next day like you know I'll I'll mention it again and he'll be like oh maybe I don't know I don't know and then like next week. I talked to him like the, like I just talked to him recently, and he's like, you know, Graham, I've been thinking, and I should do archery. I think that's a good idea, but I want you to tell mom and dad because it's your idea. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I will do that. I know it's <laughs> I will do that, Pete. It's, I <laughs> so, I like you know, we're just trying to. He doesn't interact uh, as much with people as we'd like. I think he's bored, and but he doesn't know how to not be bored. So. You know, and he's lonely. I think he's put it. He's got it in his head that he's never gonna have a girlfriend, as our listeners know. But I still have hope, you know. And so maybe there'll be like some archery babe that he gets along with. With, <laughs> with <laughs> I envision them uh, dressed in Renaissance fair, uh, doing a little archery and uh, walking around with giant steins of beer. I think it'd be good. It'd be good. I, I, I mean, Kirk, nothing would make me happier. <laughs> I would be the happiest man in the world if my I don't brother think got a girlfriend. Would make him happier. <laughs> no, no, he'd be so it. happy. He would yeah, be so happy. I would cry every time I saw pictures if that was the case. I mean, it would be too much. It would be too much if he got a girlfriend and it and the, and it was like somehow we 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 circumvented uh, pregnancy, you know. <laughs> somehow i'm sure there's ways <laughs> yeah there are ways there are awkward ways um but but anyway if i didn't have to i could just you know we'd figure it out we're all adults and uh he'd be so happy boy oh boy he'd be happy and i it's it's one of my biggest i'm realizing this now it's like one of the things that would make me happiest in my life if he got a girlfriend and I, I just need to work harder. It's sweet though. Yeah, it. I think it's sweet. Yeah, well, you know, it, it, it just would be a huge relief, also, on a, on a selfish note for me. Yeah, but the funny thing is, he's got his own podcast, and he said the exact same thing about you recently. He's like, "Listen, yeah. nothing would make me happier." Yeah, I think, I think you were listening to my mother's podcast. You're probably listening to my mom. That yeah. Graham had a girlfriend. It's harder than it seems, Graham. It's harder than it uh, seems. <laughs> oh man, it's hey. I'm like, I'm not. Uh, I'm not someone with. I'm not a special needs person, and uh, well, you know, and it it's it's still not still not easy, you know. But um, yeah, it's my my mother. I think I said this once up before on the podcast a long time ago, but but maybe I didn't. But who cares? My. <laughs> I am, we have a, a large extended family and we meet a lot. We meet like, we meet at least twice a year and there's like 35 of us. And I'm a, I'm a part of, um, how many cousins? Uh, one, I'm like the second oldest of like 10 cousins and everybody's married and, or pretty much, or like shacked up and kids are on the way or they're having kids. Like the youngest, the youngest one just uh, sent out his engagement email to the family. And so the only people, the only cousins that uh, are not engaged, married, or with kids is the oldest one <laughs> and me and the second oldest one. <laughs> and obviously, 
Yeah, but the pressure's off the second oldest one because his sister is married, happily married, and has uh, a couple kids. I can't remember how many. I think two. And uh, I'm a terrible cousin. Anyway, there's just so there's too many. There's too many new kids. Uh, and they all they're all very sweet and they're you know whatever. But anyway, uh, my mother held a new baby the last fam in this last family reunion. You're and, deep uh, trouble. And and my yeah my cousin she <laughs> gave she gave her newborn baby to my mom to hold. My mom just started. Bawling. Oh boy. <laughs> I wasn't there, but apparently she just started like bawling and then like handed back the baby. And, um, Good times. It's all on me, man, because my brother can't have kids. <laughs> he shouldn't. Uh, I hope he doesn't have kids. No. So it's uh, pressure's on, man. Pressure. Speaking of, uh, is... speaking of pressure, we got some, uh, you got some big news too, don't you? Yes. Um, I uh, I just got word today that I'm going to be appearing on uh, the l- the Late Show with Stephen Colbert. I'm going to be doing stand-up comedy, recording that on September 21st. Um, and yeah, I'm pumped about that. It's going to be good. I think my mom will be happy. She can uh, tell her her curling friends. She's part <laughs> of a curling club. Of oh, well, my. Is. Oh, is he still doing the is he still doing the comedy thing? You know. Oh, yes, he is. He's he was just on uh, Colbert, and they'll be like, oh, because I don't know the next door neighbor. My parents' next door neighbors are also an older retired couple, and they're always like, every time I'm back, I say, like so I, I I sometimes I spend like when I come back, I spend like oh, if I'm gonna go all the way up there, I spend like a week. Sometimes I spend two weeks. Um, Last year, I had I was in between green card or uh, visas for the states, so I just I had to stay like three months. And they were at, they thought, well, you know, it'll work out. You'll get a job, and you move back. I know you move back with your parents. I'm like, I didn't move back with my parents. Comedy's comedy's going fine. It's going fun. I'm doing well. It's a visa thing. I do. I have a visa, and they're like, they're like, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, very annoying, very, very annoying. Um, but anyway, that's like the main thing is like just to get a little less pressure from from my parents. But, uh, you know, whatever. No. Yes, yes, Kirk. Um, yes, very Canadian, I know. But and my mother, to, to be fair to her, she, she was always against curling. She thought it was, she thought it was a little uh, <laughs> old lady-ish and, and corny, um, like like bowling uh, on ice. But uh, in her retirement, um, and she, she, she has decided that she saw the benefits in a sense of community and uh, social, socialization. Socializing? Socialization. Are you making up words? What's going on, Graham? Yeah. Socialization is a word. It's just the wrong one for that context. It's like I'm trying to... It's like I'm... Intro... I... She's like a captured animal that I'm reintroducing into the wild. Um, anyway, She'll love that yeah, analogy. She... Yes, she will. Anyway, so she, she just, you know, likes meeting people, you know, hanging out, and she... You know, makes things for th- the Thanksgiving and all the f- the feasts that they have, and she enjoys that. And it's also exercise for her. She's never been. Um, she's like me. She needs an excuse to exercise. That's why I play basketball. 
Um, that's why I dominate in the low post. <laughs> Guys, this is a <laughs> fantasy podcast uh, where Graham <laughs> gives us his biggest hopes and dreams. <laughs> I, let it, I let it go with the bowling and all the other stuff, but the basketball, I had to call him out. I had to call him out. <laughs> I, I, we, you and I have not talked about pickup basketball in probably a year on this podcast. For our long-time listeners, you know that there was a regular segment where we would just talk about pickup basketball for no reason. It has nothing to do with autism. Nothing. Uh, but <laughs> so I kind of did in a way because you 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 have a lot of like anger and and maybe some guilt. I work out some and, issues on the court, uh, and it's one of the few things and, I'm good and, at. <laughs> sure, you know, depression issues a little <laughs> bit here and there. And uh, you would get you would get them out on the court. You would I would watch you just just verbally abuse uh, people. No, wait a men. minute, wait a minute. Mostly <laughs> physically abused. It wasn't that yeah, much that verbiage. Too. It was mostly I remember, physical. <laughs> I remember one guy turning to me and goes, "Is that legal?" After you just like you forearm you forearm shh. Shivered. It's like you had a problem with your daughter that day. You found out she was getting married, and you just like beat up. I like think four I guys on the right, court that day. I had both hands on the ball. I made a move towards yeah. the ball. It's a fifty-fifty ball. You got to make a move on the ball. Yes, yes. You could <laughs> break a, break a guy's sternum for no reason during pickup basketball. That's fine. Well, there's uh, always a good reason. But uh, yeah, yeah, no, we're definitely it's it's prison rules for yeah. When Kirk's playing, um, he's just just everyone's in. He's in he's in his own mind prison. So he's, well, the, the funny the problem is it's either two options. It's either prison rules or nerd comedian rules who want to talk about comic books and then don't understand why there's physical contact when we're playing sports. It's not true. <laughs> what you said makes no sense. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> there was a time, Kirk. When uh, we played one on one, and I went up three nothing, and you got you you panicked because I was I was dominating in the low post. Then you ended up beating me probably I, like I panicked three or and something. lost, or panicked and played harder and won, or what do you mean? I just told you what happened. And oh, if you didn't I missed hear me, that's it. Fine. Cut out. Sorry, cut out. Sorry about that. Well, our listeners heard, and I don't need to repeat it. I, <laughs> okay, fine. I think I our said listeners that, know yeah, I who's said, lying. I said who's not. I said. <laughs> I said you may have beat me 11-3. Who knows? Oh. Who's to say? Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember, but I do remember we played. And you had a couple buckets. I do remember that. You had a couple buckets. Yeah. I was up 3 nothing, Kirk. I remember it like it was tomorrow. I wake up every morning and think about it. It's the first thing I think about it every morning and the last thing I think of before I go to sleep. Those beautiful fadeaway swishes. And I, I think I had a, a drop step. Anyway, um... <laughs> A lot of pressure from my mom because my brother has autism for me to have kids and this new credit will help out. See how I tie it back? Oh, baby, I'm good. Uh, let's go. Let's go. Let's go to in the news. Let's go in the let's news. Let's do it. We got a couple in the news this week. Uh, the first one we got is from uh, Science Daily. New biomarker panel could accelerate autism diagnosis. About 70% of kids with autism identified with new uh, metabolic blood test. This is from the uh, University of California, Davis. Uh, probably know where that is. About 45 minutes west of it's Sacramento. Favorite, it's my favorite University of California. Uh, we used to play them in basketball. Bring it all back. Oh, we did, did really. Yeah, it was a big school, and they did not have scholarships. So we division uh, six. Division 48. That's how old yeah. uh, I was back then. Uh, it was pretty fun. It was pretty fun. They had a great gym. Anyhow, investigators have identified a group of metabol metabolites that could help detect some children with the ASD disorder, autism spectrum disorder. These findings are a key step towards developing an ASD biomarker test. 
And we've talked about this briefly, how there's no real test, physical test for autism. You know, there's uh, clues like lack of eye contact or, uh, you know, a certain number of other clues that people point to. But this is an actual test that can be developed and uh, a blood test, which is, I think, mm-hmm. is an important step. You know, if, if you can mm-hmm. identify it early, as we often talk about, it's an opportunity to be able to develop treatments for the, uh, the kids. And uh, it's the first ASD uh, biomarker test that exists. So... It's exciting. Uh, cool. It's very exciting. It's on Science Daily. I will post it in our Facebook group. As always, you can um, check out our Facebook group, uh, Autism, uh, sorry, Autastic Facebook page. It's a page. And I'll post it there. Page, not group. Sorry. You're showing your age. I'm holding a phone and a microphone and trying to scroll and looking at a Zoom mic. I can't. <laughs> I look like a 50 year old man trying to understand what's a podcast. How <laughs> does like this you're trying work? To crack. <laughs> look like you're trying to like break a safe open or something. That's our first yeah. one, and uh, our second one. Hacker, you're a hacker, <laughs> hacker Kirk Smith. Up, oh, they found out where I am. I'm dead. Okay, it's, that's how every 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 Kirk Smith hack ends with the government <laughs> finding you immediately and knocking on your door 30 seconds later. Uh, that's pretty. That's probably true. It's probably true. Yeah. Yeah. Up, they found me. Well, how'd you find me? Well, you called the help desk and asked for help. <laughs> call, right. And you, yes, right, right, yes. Don't call the help desk if you get stuck. Good mental mm-hmm. note. Um, you this, gave them you gave them your address inexplicably <laughs> and phone number. Hey, listen, call me back. I'm right in the middle of something. I'm having some acid reflex and uh, <laughs> reflex. Anyway, back, back, <laughs> back to, to the, back to autism. Back to autism. The second one is in the mirror. As always, uh, we seem to gravitate towards these UK publications. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is not as prestigious as the other ones we usually reference, but nonetheless, in the mirror, autistic man fed up with being called a liar reveals five things you should never say to someone with a condition. And, yeah. Well, uh, this doesn't have to be exactly uh, accurate or tabloidish because it is somebody. It's just they're just repeating what somebody actually said. And you can find the post, and uh, we'll play it on here. But it's a a man with autism. Um, he calls himself an autistic man on it. He he didn't do people first, but uh, it's he he has uh, autism, and he's he just lists the things that he's tired of hearing, and it's uh, it's insightful. I think it's good. Should we play the 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 uh little uh video yeah we'll play the audio of the video and you what's his name kirk this gentleman's name is andy andy burns andy burns who's 26 and he faces an endless battle getting people to understand his condition with some even accusing him of lying because he doesn't quote unquote look autistic i talk about that in my show too yeah but uh yeah let's Uh, let's play this go ahead yeah, so if you want if you want to actually watch the video, uh, you can look that up, and uh, it's on the Daily Mirror. But yeah, we'll play the audio for you here right now. Let's play the audio. Here we go. Well, hello, indie people. How are you doing? And welcome to day four of World Autism Awareness Week. Today, I'm going to be talking about five things not to say to an autistic person. Now, this video is not about me having a rant. It's more about taking certain things that people have said and really talking about my personal opinion on these five things and how they may be offensive to an autistic person. But of course, if you want to learn more about autism, then consider subscribing down below and hitting the 
notification bell because I have been making a ton of videos this week. If you've missed my previous three videos that I've done this week, then don't worry. There's a playlist down below of all the videos that I'm doing for World Autism Awareness Week. So go and check out those videos if you haven't seen them already. And I really do appreciate your support. Now the first one I think is something quite harmful to an autistic person and that is you don't look autistic i know someone who is severely autistic you don't seem to be like them not all autistic people look the same just because someone is autistic does not mean we exhibit the same traits or behaviors or even look the same. Autism has many faces and appears in many different ways. There are different severities of autism. So for myself, I am considered to be high functioning. I know general social norms and can act appropriately in social environments. However, you do have autistics who are considered low functioning and I, I don't like labels at all. Someone who is low function may not have that social etiquette. Just because I don't look autistic, even though autism doesn't have a specific look, doesn't mean that I am not actually autistic. Now the second saying that I have for you guys is something that comes across quite weird to me and I don't fully understand it. And that saying is everyone is a little autistic. Now it really depends in what context you mean someone is a little autistic when they're not diagnosed as autistic. Mainly my understanding of this phrase is the social awkwardness, missing social cues, that sort of thing. However there's quite a lot more to do with autism so you have stimming, you have sensory issues, social communication issues, that sort of thing. And I personally don't find that phrase offensive, but I think there's a difference between someone being socially awkward, hardly making eye contact to someone who is autistic, who has real trouble making eye contact and communicating effectively. But that's just my personal opinion on it. I would love to know yours down below in the comments below. Now the third saying that I have for you guys is something that I've heard before and it really annoys me. Autistic people can't feel empathy, which is not true. In fact, a lot of us on the spectrum feel emotion harder than someone who doesn't have autism. And from my personal experience, sometimes I have trouble being able to relate to someone's situation. This is just due to lack of experience with that situation at that time. And I think because we have trouble sometimes understanding someone's position or having trouble putting themselves in another person's shoes, people mistake that for a lack of empathy. I know when someone is feeling upset about something and when someone's upset, the first thing I do is ask are you okay? Is there anything I can do for you? Do you want me to leave? I'm actually there for the person feeling sorry for them and wanting to try and help them, which is showing empathy because I'm caring for that person. Just that statement in general is just complete bogus. Autistic people do feel empathy, but it's just not in a way that is conventional or ordinary or considered normal. Now the fourth saying that I've got for you guys is something that I've not personally experienced, but I know other people have. And the saying is, you must be really high functioning. Now this statement actually upsets me quite a lot because 
just because someone appears to be coping in a situation such as a nightclub, for example, where there's lots of flashing lights, loud music, etc., does not mean that they don't find things difficult in other aspects. If someone was to say to me, oh, Andy, you, you must be really high-functioning, you know, you're coping with the situation so well. The reason that I would be coping so well is because I've had a lot of experience with that situation by actually putting myself in that situation over and over again and also learning how to cope in that situation if it does get too much which allows me to cope in that situation a lot better just because you see me in a situation that I appear to be comfortable in does not mean I have struggles of my own which I'm still trying to overcome and progress with actually guys it's getting a little bit dark in here why don't I put the light on and finally, the fifth thing not to say to an autistic person is you must be really good with maths, IT, numbers, algebra, binary code. This is simply not the case. There are autistics, however, who do love maths and are really good with computers and really good with numbers and algebra. However, not all autistics are the same. For myself, I really like maths. I love how it's logical and there's a logical process to maths. However, some people on the spectrum just can't understand it. You know, for them, it's not logical. There's not much sense in maths or computers. They may have other interests like drawing, for example, making music, that kind of thing. So not every autistic that you meet is going to be good with maths and numbers. And really with that, that is the end of this video. Thank you so much for joining me today. I just hope this video has helped clear some misconceptions about autism. And also I hope this video has helped with the understanding that not every autistic person is the same. You know, we are all very different, very unique in our own individual ways. But for now, if you enjoyed this video, please give it a thumbs up. Subscribe down below if you're brand new. Stay you, stay indie. I hope you have a really good day, and I will see you all in tomorrow's video. See you later. Well, that's it. What do you think, Graham? Ah, uh, it's, you know, insightful. It's always good to hear um, from the horse's mouth what, what it's like from the other side. I, I didn't mean to call him a horse right there. You know what I mean. Um, he's a handsome man. Okay. Uh, that is fantastic. Yeah. Take that. <laughs> Take that man with autism. You've had it. You've people with autism have had it too easy for too long. Let's break <laughs> him down Grab a peg. Here on Colbert. That's what that's going to be his opener. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, uh, what what uh, it's a it's a it's a good video. Good job, young man. Um, very insightful. Good to hear from the other side. That has been another episode of Autastic. Do us a favor and go to patreon.com slash autastic and donate. Donate, donate, donate. Um, and also uh, leave a review, um, like, and subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher. Woo, I got it all out. I personally, I am at uh, Insta, Graham K on Instagram and Mr. Graham K on Twitter. My website, as always, is comedybythegram.com for showtimes. And you can uh, email me on there or whatever. You guys get it. Uh, Kirk? Guys, I am at uh, Kirksmith Comedy, Instagram, uh, Twitter, Tinder, not Tinder. What's the other one? <laughs> uh, Facebook. Freudian the old, slip. The old Facebook, I used to say after the show. Follow me on Tinder, Grinder, whatever you got. And uh, you can see me this yeah. week, Dallas, Texas. Next week, I am... Uh, 
Monday, Houston, and I got a Canada tour coming up, and there's an autism book release date. I can send you, if you are in Denver, Oklahoma City, or Moscow, Idaho. Those are the next three cities, which is basically Spokane, Washington. Um, in addition to Denver, I mean, in addition to Canada, I'm doing Kamloops two weeks, Kelowna with a K, Calgary, and Vancouver, Canada. If you are in those cities, come see me. Come say hi. As always, Stop. follow us on uh, and uh, like and uh, rate and review us on iTunes. Yeah. That's it, guys. You can do it. Have a great week. You can do it.